0: And I'm super excited about today's episode. And before I even start getting into this, I want to tell you about the Elevated Alpha Society Facebook group. I highly recommend you join this Facebook group if you are loving these podcasts because I'm a lot more interactive in that group. You can ask me questions and post comments. I do live teaching and free webinars there. So there's a ton more great stuff in the Elevated Alpha Society Facebook group. Check that out and join the team. All right, so let's get into this episode because I'm really excited about this concept and it's something that I've been noticing more and more in my clients and in myself. Like This is not a new phenomenon. I didn't just discover this, but the more I think about it and the more that I isolate it as a specific thought pattern the more I see how it's manifesting in so many areas of my clients' lives. Now, guys, I'm not psychic. The reason that it may seem that way, like maybe I'm talking directly to you on this podcast or that I know what's going on in your brain, is that I pay attention to my brain. So I'm always studying my own experience and my own mind and taking that work deeper, even when it's confusing and hard and challenging and it hurts my brain. And I see that in some of my students. They want to believe that they're different from me. They want to think that I have it all figured out and that there's something wrong with their brain for not being able to know how to do what I teach. And sometimes I even talk to people who don't believe what I have achieved is even possible for them, which of course is erroneous. If I can do it, Anyone can do it. I was not born like this, brothers. Think about it. If I was born knowing how to manage my mind, how would I know how to do it and teach it? If I was born this way, I would just say, well, I don't know. That's just how my brain works. The fact that I can teach it in such detail is the proof that my brain used to be like yours and still is, and that this work will change it. The reason I understand your brain so well is that I have done all this work on myself. I never teach you something that I haven't tested or learned or developed and refined by using it on myself first. That's why I'm so passionate about my work. And that's why I know that it will change your life. Someone said to me the other day during a networking event, you could sell religion to the Pope. And of course, I laughed. I thought this was hilarious. I'm not a natural salesperson. I really couldn't sell anything other than my coaching, I think. I think I seem like a natural when I'm talking about coaching because I believe it in so much. It's like this. I believe food will keep you alive. So if you're starving and you ask me what to buy to solve your problem, I'm going to sell you really hard on the idea that food is the answer. If you say, I don't know, should I eat this piece of plastic or should I try to eat some food? I'm going to reply pretty confidently, no, not the plastic, the food, eat the food. Buy the food, bro, whoever you're buying it from. Just food is the answer to your problem. Whether I personally have food to sell you or not, I'm really going to be convincing you that food will solve your problem. And that's how I feel about cognitive mastery. It's the secret to life. Whatever problem you have, I 100% believe causal coaching and development of cognitive mastery is the answer. And that is because I've used it on my own brain. And I will keep doing that until I transcend this mortal form. The reason for this whole digression, brother, is that this episode is about perfectionism. And I really want to frame it this way. Because sometimes when I talk about perfectionism, those of you who identify with what I'm talking about start to immediately blame and berate and beat yourselves up. And you feel like you just can't change anything. That either you have to be perfect or you're nothing. You know, this sort of binary thought pattern. And I just want to remind you that everything I teach you, I know because I did that work on my brain first. So the reason that I'm so 100% behind what I teach is that I know that if I can use this work to change, anyone can. The aim is not to be perfect. I'm not perfect. Neither are you. We're never going to be. And yet in this alpha paradoxical experience, everything is perfect. Everything is exactly as it should be because everything is as it is. Now, I could just really end the episode right there, right? We're all perfect and no one is perfect. Our perfection is that everything that's happened flawlessly to bring you to this moment, and at this moment, there's no flaw, and yet human beings are not without flaw, right? So spend some time with that in your brain. No one is perfect and we're all perfect. But I'm going to teach you a lot more than that on this episode, right? That's not the end of this podcast. So what is the perfectionist illusion? That's what we're talking about today, the perfectionist illusion and tomorrow thinking. These are two different terms that describe beta condition thought patterns, and they kind of work together. A perfectionist illusion is an illusion about being perfect, right? That's the bottom line. It can be in any area of your life. It's believing that if you were perfect in some area, Right. If you lost 20 pounds, if you never made a mistake at work, if you never yelled at your kids, if you said the right words to that woman you're attracted to, if you got the right job or started the right business or chose the right niche, then you could finally be proud of yourself and happy. And what's really sneaky about this is that often you don't think you're being a perfectionist because your thought isn't, I need to be perfect, right? That's not what's happening in your brain. What's happening in your brain are thoughts like, I just want to and should work out five times a week. Or good parents don't yell at their kids. Or I just like my body better when I weigh less. Or I have to have the right job to fulfill my purpose. And you just have all sorts of justification thoughts that make your perfectionist fantasies seem like reasonable goals. And yet you never achieve them. And usually you don't even try. So you make elaborate plans to do them and then you never start. Or you start and then the minute you have a setback, you give up. That's because perfectionist illusions lead to what I call. Tomorrow thinking. So, tomorrow thinking is when you create a perfectionist illusion and you tell yourself that you'll start tomorrow. Or next week or next month or next year. Right. Now I was hanging out with a buddy the other day and he was talking about he's talking to me about how he wanted to find a girlfriend. Basically, he's been out of a relationship for a while and he's been really working on creating his wealth, working his business. And he's settled down now. He's he's gotten his business where he wants it to be, and he really wants to start meeting and talking to women. So I said, Awesome, let's go talk to some women. And he looks at me like I'm out of my mind. He says to me, What? Now? He's like, dude, like I need to go put on different clothes. I'm kind of hungry. I'd like to get some food first. I'll tell you what, let's go out tomorrow. That is classic tomorrow thinking. Talking to women literally takes nothing, right? Except opening your eyes, maybe walking out into public and then opening your mouth so you can have a conversation. You can probably do it wherever you are within the next 20 minutes. It literally requires being awake and a little bit of time. But the perfectionist brain says, I'll start fresh tomorrow so I can do it perfectly. Tomorrow thinking is the idea that we will always start tomorrow so we can do it perfectly, whatever it is, whether it's a diet, creating and keeping a calendar, working out, a morning routine, conversing and meeting people. The very definition of a perfectionist illusion is that it is an illusion. It is not reality, brother. Today is our reality. Tomorrow is always a fantasy. It's always an illusion. And in your fantasy of tomorrow, you're finally doing everything the way you should be right? You're finally perfect, even if you don't use that word for it. And it's so seductive, isn't it? Because when you have this unrealistic fantasy of perfection, you usually fail almost as soon as you start and you give up or most insidiously, you never start at all. You just live your whole life using tomorrow thinking, always thinking that tomorrow you're going to get around to it. Tomorrow you're going to get started. Tomorrow you're going to finally be perfect. Now, this cycle can become almost addictive where you create a perfectionist illusion, indulge in tomorrow thinking, you get a hit of dopamine, right? That's that pleasure chemical from your brain. You get that from imagining what it will feel like to be perfect and finally feel good about yourself. And ironically, of course, you create that feeling for yourself now with your brain. Because that tomorrow is never coming, and hasn't come yet, but imagining your future perfect self, you allow yourself to think about feeling good about yourself, and that feels good now, right? And now is the key word, not tomorrow. And then you start your plan, right? You go out and you take action, and you fail, or you don't even start your plan because you're too scared to fail. So then you start criticizing yourself and feeling bad about yourself, and then the solution your brain has is to come up with another perfectionist fantasy. And get another hit of dopamine, imagining how you'll be better tomorrow. So tomorrow thinking leads to not doing anything or trying a little, failing, giving up. And then what you do to feel better is engage in more tomorrow thinking. It's basically this form of buffering. Tomorrow thinking is a sign that you are not willing to be present with and love the reality of your today. And it turns into a cycle that can last for years or even decades. Bro, it can even become an entire way of life. You could live your whole life this way. And it works like this, right? Here's the pattern. You create the perfectionist illusion. You indulge in tomorrow thinking. You feel good about how perfect you'll be in the future. You do nothing in the present or you do very little in the present, but it failed to achieve perfection. You feel bad about yourself, give up, medicate with the new perfectionist illusion, indulge in more tomorrow thinking, and start the cycle all over again. And this cycle creates so many unfortunate consequences. First, you lose all integrity with yourself. Your planning and goal setting becomes an exercise in illusion. You already know when you make a plan that you probably won't even keep it. And like any drug, the high goes down over time. So eventually you don't even get the relief you really want because you're already anticipating the disappointment in yourself. You're going to feel because you already know you're not going to do it. So first you lose integrity with yourself. Your planning for future is just a joke and you know that. But second, you make it impossible to actually get stuff done because you refuse to create realistic plans that you can achieve. You know, people we as human beings are so addicted to the illusion that we are unwilling to accept the reality. We want to keep pretending that there's some tomorrow where we're not going to have this human experience where things are not going to be hard and challenging and that we're going to feel perfect. So check this out. Most people would rather plan to do 15 things that they can't do and get a hit of dopamine the day or night before in that planning, in that planning by imagining feeling okay about themselves tomorrow then they would plan to do three things that they can actually do. We would rather imagine how amazing it's going to feel when we're magically the perfect image of ourselves, imagining how we will never have to feel negative emotions anymore and that we'll always be proud of ourselves. We'd rather do that, right? We'd rather have this imagination while we're buffering with Netflix instead of taking a walk. In fact, we'd rather imagine that we can sweep any woman off of her feet within minutes of talking to her while we're sitting at a bar having a drink than actually walking up to a woman and having a conversation with her because we'd rather have the illusion than deal with our own reality. And here's why this is the truth. And I want you to hear this. The reason is because we withhold positive feedback from ourselves unless we achieve perfection, which we never do. So the brain says to you this, it says, okay, well, I've told myself I'm not allowed to feel good about myself until I am in that perfect tomorrow. So of course, I just have to keep dreaming about it. So we keep making unrealistic plans because in imagining that plan and indulging in our tomorrow thinking, that's the only time we allow ourselves to have any positive emotion about ourselves. We don't want to create realistic plans with our current reality because we tell ourselves that we aren't good enough as we are. So we don't want to be present with that person. We want the artificial high of tomorrow thinking rather than developing the ability to be proud of ourselves and take pride in our actual current reality and potential real accomplishments. When I started coaching my students, I thought the most challenging issues that they would have would be body composition and dating, right, romantic relationships, and I was really wrong. The students who have been through my coaching programs have all been able to build massive confidence around their health and the opposite sex and women. The most meltdowns that I've seen in intelligent, ambitious men in developing their cognitive mastery skill always came during the time I was coaching them on how to create calendars, for their work and life. Most students have disappeared on me during calendar work than any other phase of causal coaching and causative mastery development. And here is why. Calendars are perfectionist kryptonite because they are a written record of your perfectionist illusion and your failure to live up to it over and over again. What's ironic, of course, is that it's your perfectionist illusion that is actually preventing you from achieving and building something real. You know, you're drugging yourself with this fantasy tomorrow thinking in a way that makes it impossible for you to appreciate what you really have and can do now. For example, if you've gotten yourself used to fantasizing about having a $100,000 business, you will then tell yourself that having a $50,000 business isn't exciting. So you'll make all these unrealistic plans you'll never follow through on, and now you've sabotaged your $50,000 business, and you're making $25,000 instead, if that. The perfectionist illusion may feel good in the moment, but the result of indulging in these illusions is that you lose integrity with yourself. Your planning becomes, again, totally removed from reality. You feel like you let yourself down and have no follow through and you are never present with or learn how to accept your actual reality itself. Now, having said all that, you guys know I'm a big believer in future-focused thinking. Okay, Future-focused thinking is a very helpful thought pattern other than all those other things. So I'm going to teach you how to see this. I'm going to teach you how the, what the difference is between a perfectionist delusion and future focused thinking. And I want to address one really important distinction first. I teach something that some of us may want to set big impossible goals, right? We want to blow our own minds with what we can do. And I teach that we want to plan them out. And I teach that we want to practice living from our future self. We want to think and learn how to think thoughts we don't currently believe so that we can get different results and achieve different things. We want to dream big and set big goals. We have to plan what we're going to do to get there. And we have to practice believing in the person we're coming. So we have to practice believing that we can do things we haven't done before and become people we haven't become yet. Now, if you don't understand this distinction, you might confuse that with perfectionist delusions. And that happens a lot. Often when a client brings a big goal that they want to achieve, I like to check with them to see if it's a perfectionist delusion. And there's a couple different ways to tell the difference. What I want to make sure you all understand, because this is so important, the impossible goal is a part of the cognitive mastery course, because it is a fundamental concept of cognitive mastery in the alpha state. When you're creating an impossible goal, you will feel excited and kind of nauseous and scared. You should feel excited and terrified. When you are creating a perfectionist goal, when you're in that tomorrow thinking, you will feel a different mix of emotions. You're going to feel good in the sense that you get relief from your negative self-talk and you get a hit of dopamine from pretending that you'll be perfect in the future. So if you're thinking about a big goal and all you feel is good, then that's a sign it's a perfectionist illusion, brother, right? If it's an impossible goal and you're truly committed to it and believe it and you're working on believing it and it feels terrible, but you feel excited and you're also full of doubt and fear and you're afraid and confused and scared, that is an impossible goal. If you just feel good, it's an illusion. Sometimes with the perfectionist illusion, there is an undercurrent of...